Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Practice Squad Jobber podcast. I'm Brett, here with my co-host, Joel. Today, we're talking some football. And uh, a lot of news to cover. We've got our picks at the end of it. Um, if you haven't been keeping mm-hmm. up with, with uh, our Twitter, um, we're going to start doing two shows a week. Uh, we're going to do a wrestling show and a football show. Um, it's definitely been – our podcast has definitely been heavily geared towards wrestling because that's where we've been able to get our guests. Um but uh, we're, we're going to try to start evening that out. Uh, but let's start talking about some news uh, right off the bat. Uh, we've got uh, the Henry Ruggs news in, uh, in, in Vegas uh, after three in the morning. Um, Henry was in the, the car with his girlfriend and uh, he was in a 2020 Corvette. Uh, going more than 150 miles an hour in a residential area, ran into the back of a car, and uh, the car caught on fire. The woman and her dog that were inside of it uh, were trapped, couldn't get out, and uh, they did not make it. They did not survive the crash or the fire. Um, It was... uh, Henry Ruggs was twice over... The legal limits um, for alcohol consumption, and story gets really dark when you hear people that were there talk about how you could hear the woman screaming. Um, that's really rough, and um, she she didn't make it. Uh, and Henry's uh, girlfriend was uh, they just labeled as serious injuries. She was in the hospital. Um, Henry's story came out about how one of Henry's closest friends growing up died due to drunk due to a drunk driving incident and um unfortunately he made a a, a real shit decision and uh it, it it cost someone their life and uh it's going to cost him his career. Yeah man, it's just, dude, this is a sad situation all around man. It's mm-hmm. like oh, I feel bad for like her family, dude, that has to deal with that. And especially because, like, you know, usually in situations like that, like, of, like, a drunk driver, like, and, and like, people passing away, it doesn't get as much coverage, you know? So when it's, right. like, someone that's kind of, it's like, fuck, do you really want to know? <sighs> it's rough, man. It's rough. Uh, and Henry Ruggs, what a just dumb decision, man. Yep. You have money, get you an Uber, dude. Like, come on now. Like, and gosh. I'm... I usually take the stance of people are stupid in their early 20s. They make mistakes, um, and that doesn't define the rest of their lives. I don't know how this is not going to define Henry Ruggs. I don't know how he separates himself from this. I don't believe it's possible. Yeah. Um, his NFL career is definitely over. He's he's 22 years old, and uh, the life that he knew is very much gone. Um, I believe in Nevada – uh, it's mm-hmm. a class B felony and he's looking wow. at a minimum of two years in prison. And there was also, <sighs> they also found, um, a loaded, a loaded gun in the car that he was driving as well. Oh, so that's, shit. that's going to get added on to it. Um, I saw the, uh, Derek Carr interview where he was very emotional, <laughs> uh, said that he loved Henry and that, uh, Henry was texting him. Uh, around midnight, uh, at telling Derek that he needed to help him with his golf swing. 
And then uh, Derek woke up to the news and he said, now I'm just walking by his locker and he's never going to be there. And it's, I mean, you feel for Derek Carr and the Raiders um, with everything that they've gone through this year um, from their coach being human sack of garbage to uh, this Henry Ruggs incident, you know, and for them to still continue to play as well as they have. And I mean, it, once you step out of that tunnel, it's, you got to go to work and shut out all that stuff, no matter how inhuman it sounds. And uh, kudos to them for being able to do it. It's just, it's a bad situation all around. There's, there's no positive spin for this. There's no, there's no, I don't think, there, there's no happy ending to any of this. It's it's bad for all parties involved. And um, the yeah. best that I can say is that I hope that Henry is or becomes extremely remorseful about this mm-hmm. and that it turns his life around and that he matures and grows from this. But uh, that's that's about it that you can say from a potentially positive standpoint. Um, yeah. Thoughts and prayers out to the woman's family. Um, mm-hmm. No one, no one deserves to lose somebody like that. We, uh, where I went to school, there was a star football player. Um, I was a kid. He came to our pee wee camps. Uh, threw the ball with me multiple times, uh, helped teach me how to throw a spiral. And, mm-hmm. um, he, he was, he had colleges looking at him. Um, he was driving or he was in the passenger seat with his, uh, with his girlfriend and, uh, somebody who was drunk driving veered into their lane, hit him head on and he passed away. And it's just, yeah. there's no excuse for it, especially in this day and age where you've got apps on your phone where they will bring a car to you. Um, it's there's no excuse for it there's no reason to lose for lives to be lost over it and um i don't think there's anything else to say on this situation um so we'll move on um in less serious news we've got uh odell beckham um he the browns agreed to uh allow him to go through waivers i believe that starts monday um and they're releasing him from the last two years of his contract I uh, said some things about Baker Mayfield. I believe his dad did as well. Um, and uh, Kevin Stefanski told the locker room basically uh, yesterday that Odell is basically no longer a part of the team. And uh, it's just wherever Odell goes, drama seems to follow. Um, whatever team signs him is also going to have to eat his $7.85 million salary for the rest of the year. And that's not a small amount of money. That's if he clears waivers, then they will have to, right? Yep. Uh, okay. No, they still will. They still will. Oh. Oh. Uh, Man. Maybe I'm wrong in that, but I, I, I thought I read, because okay. maybe it is if he signed off of waivers, they have to pay it. If he, pa- I don't know. I'll have to look deeper into that. But, um, yeah, it's uh, no Odell is just he's gone downhill from his first two years in the NFL and just it seems to keep getting worse and worse. And it seems to always be everybody else's fault. But Odell's and uh, I think he's one team away from being out of the NFL. Yeah, it's a very rough situation for him. 
Because I know even 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 like the things that come with him, uh, the injuries have really like done, just done him. You know. Yep. He's a very talented guy. He has like all the fucking potential in the world. Um, yep. He just can't all the guy given talent. Get it? Whether it's, right. It's like whether it's injury or whether it's like drama in the team with an organization. It's always something that's kind of holding him back. So I hope that if he does end up on another team, that he like run with it and he does the best with it. Um, so apparently his dad, <laughs> his dad had like screenshotted a video of him watching like a YouTube video that was titled Odell being open all season. Now, did you watch this yep. video? That did you? Watch? I did not. Uh, okay, I mean, guy was open. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Odell was open. Um, but like. Like, people were saying, you know, the offense is really not centered around the receivers. It's obviously a running team. Um, yep. And then Baker, in my opinion, is, like, the best quarterback in the world. Um, but uh, I, I'm excited to see where he lands. What do you think he'd end up? Um, that's a good question. Uh, well, who's a contender that needs receivers right now? Um, well, you know, the Raiders, they, they need somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they do. That uh, that spot just opened up for him. Um, yeah. What if he signs with uh, in the division goes to Pittsburgh or Baltimore? Uh, they oh, can I always use him. more receiver help. Yeah, I think Baltimore mm-hmm. would be a perfect fit for him. Um, yeah. yeah, Tennessee doesn't need any more receivers. They got enough mouths to feed with Julio and uh, uh, AJ Brown. Um, yeah, those are Packers? just the ones off the top of my head. Yeah, Packers. Well, uh, Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday uh, a reason that the team didn't make a move, and we'll get into his stuff later. Uh, the reason that they uh, didn't make a move for the trade deadline uh, is they didn't have the cap space. So I, I don't think that they're going to be able to sign Odell Beckham. Uh, I think the Ravens are really, um, really viable option. Um, I could see that, especially with them wanting to make a push this year. Lamar is playing out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's the team I got him going to. I, I think I even seen the Saints like somewhere on a list. Um, and I that would have been interesting had Jameis not got hurt. You know what I mean? Because right. now it's like they don't have a quarterback, so it's very difficult. But I'm excited. Odell's going to go to a situation where there's a worse quarterback than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Very true. <laughs> so uh and then we've got uh trade deadline happened the only real significant trade was uh von miller is moving to los angeles to play yeah. alongside aaron donald and jalen ramsey and that defense yeah. is something you know let me say this on paper there's something because even in the games it just looks like they, they don't put it together you know what i mean i think they're ranked like in the twenties in defense, like total defense, so it's surprising. Yeah, but I mean, I think when you've got such a high-powered offense, it leads yeah. to shorter drives, and your defense is just on the field for a longer period of time. Um, so right. I think that's more that than you know, lack of talent, lack of uh, ability, oh, right. um, lack of coaching. I, I think it's more just the offense that they run. It's just you, you watch mm-hmm. that team; they move up and down the field quick. And oh, then yeah. other team gets the ball and defense is going to be on the field for a mm-hmm. long time. And that's, I think that's what's been happening there, but I am excited to kind of see how Von Miller fits in and if he does well. Yeah. You know, he's, he's had some like injuries recently that have kind of like set him back, but I mean, he is still a great player. Obviously he's going to be a mm-hmm. big piece. To defense. And uh, we'll see if he's able to produce. I mean, he's going to have Aaron Donald. I mean, I feel sorry for opposing offense 
Lions. God damn. Oh my god. Work cut out for yeah, how about the quarterbacks? How about how about a little love for uh quarterbacks, Joel? Uh you know, a little sympathy for them. Uh they got a they they they're going to have Aaron Donald and Von Miller competing over who can destroy them first. So sad. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to be Jimmy Gar- uh, Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be ugly. Division. <laughs> uh and Kyler, he's playing hurt right now. Uh Russell Wilson's going to be coming back off of an injury and he doesn't have a great offensive line. Um and Russell's quick, he can move. Same thing with Kyler, but I don't know if anybody's quick enough to, you know, be able to dodge Aaron Donald right. and Von Miller. That's uh Yeah. I don't even know how you game plan for that. Uh, just yeah, I, I don't know if you've you seen it, but the, there was a picture from last year of five guys blocking Aaron Donald. Um, it was uh, the <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Uh, it was a game of the Dolphins versus the Rams, and literally, you've got five people where their eyes are just locked on Aaron Donald, and that's how much of a game breaker he is. It, it's yeah, hilarious he, to me. He's no joke, man. That is one Mm-mm. large man. And, 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 like, he's strong, too, so the guys. Yeah. Yeah, if I was building a team and I could have a pick of anybody in the NFL, uh, I I think my first pick would be Aaron Donald. It's just wow, he's okay. such a disruptor. I really do. I, I okay. Over any quarterback, over, you know, any running back, uh, pass rusher, Aaron Donald's mm-hmm. probably my pick first just because of the issue he is to game plan for. Like, it's a long day, no matter who you are. And he may not have the numbers this year. He may not be getting the sacks. But he's taking two or three blockers a play. Right. And that just frees up so much for everybody else. Definitely. Like, it, yeah, like example, Dante Fowler a few years ago had the year of his career with the Rams. And uh, mm-hmm. and then the Falcons, you know, stupidly sign him and expect him to do the same, and he's done jack shit. Uh, no crap he did well. He had his blocker and everybody else's blocker focused on 99, so he he was free rush to the quarterback. It's, you know uh, yeah. Aaron Donald's going to make in, everybody around him better. Ten minutes in, you had to just, you know, just throw one jab at the Falcons. <laughs> Man, we cannot evaluate free agency talent at all. Like, we have not had a good free agent since Asante Samuel, and that was that, that was almost a decade ago. You know, at least y'all pick up free agents. We rarely even sign people. You know, Cowboys don't even... They, don't, they love to save money there. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, when I think Jerry Jones, I think uh, Money Pincher. <laughs> well, you know, his son is. But, you know, yeah. I, I anyways. <laughs> anyways. Uh, Joel, what's going on with the Chiefs? They, they've been very weird this season. They've had some good games, yeah. I guess, against bad teams, you know. Um, very surprising. Mahomes Patrick, doesn't look himself. No, at all. They're not at closing all. out these games that they always close out. Mm-hmm. Daniel Sorensen looks like a JV player out there trying to play varsity. Uh, Tyron oh, Matthews right. losing his shit every game. I don't know if you've seen the videos of that, but you just yeah, you see him turn around, throw his arms up in the air because he knows it's going over Daniel Sorensen's head. And it's like I'm glad Sorensen's getting exposed this season because there's been so much hype around, him. and I'm like, guys, just have y'all not been watching? But you know, yeah. I feel like this whole team, in some sort of way, has gotten like not exposed, but things have caught up to them, like. 
in instances yeah. where they're getting lucky, it, the luck has just stopped, I think, especially with Patrick yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, it's run out. Those no-look passes yeah. ain't hitting the same, you know? Like, no. And, and there were oh – God, I forget what the number was, but, like, he had a ridiculous amount of just dropped interceptions last year. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not – it's just – they're just getting caught this year. You know, it's mm-hmm. – and, and not all of them have been his fault. I've seen a, a few but, go off McCall Hardman's hands, you know, into the defenders. Uh, but, I mean, still, it's just – it's uh, it's not looking good. I think they're 4-4 four and four right now. And I don't want to say that I'm worried about them not making the playoffs because, I mean, it's just you you just assume that they're going to fix it. But uh, they lose yeah. another one. If they lose another one, uh, it, it might be time to start sweating a little bit. No, seriously. Uh, I mean, they're like almost at the bottom of the division. Like the Broncos, they're tied mm-hmm. with the Broncos right now. You know what I mean? Like, gosh. Oof. They got to get Oof. together and soon. And soon. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like uh, the Chargers and the Raiders are running away with the division. It's... Uh, right. But, I mean... Yeah, it's it's a weird year. I mean, I I don't know how else to say it. I mean, yeah. the the Bengals are good. The Chiefs are eh. I mean, what happens? Uh, uh other than you know losing to the Jets last week, but you know, <laughs> I, I I did predict the Bengals uh, being the number one seed in the AFC, and until last week, it was looking really good. You know, it could still happen. You know, teams have good. I love Joe Burrow. I think he is the real deal, and I'm glad Jamar Chase panned out. Uh, it, it just shows how much we overreact to the preseason. Um, yeah. He had some yeah. drops. That poor guy. And, and, yeah. And now he's, like, outpacing, like, every – he's outpacing Randy Moss's rookie year, and that's just mind-blowing to me uh, mm-hmm. because the Vikings – that Vikings team did not run the ball. They had Robert Smith, and they did not run the ball. They had Chris Carter, they had Randy Moss, and they had Jake Reed, and they were just chucking it. Oh, so, yep. Yeah. All right, our yeah. next two news stories, and then we'll get to our picks. Uh, Deshaun Watson uh, was a name uh, – apparently mm-hmm. the only team he has approved of being traded to is the Miami Dolphins. Um, some people thought a deal was going to get done. I just think that there's so much going on, and that's what ended up happening. Did right. see a uh, an article that came out that did not make me feel good about the Miami Dolphins organization. That uh, Stephen Ross had tried, the owner of the Dolphins, um, asked if there was a way to get all 22 women to settle so that they could trade for Deshaun Watson. Like, that oh, is just shit. gross. Like, uh, oh, yeah, that got leaked out. And, uh, just what are you doing? And, I mean, uh, Miami, they are, uh, where is it? Looking right now. Uh, yeah, you know, Houston's going to Miami this week. So, you know, maybe Deshaun Watson can, you know, have a sleepover at Stephen Ross's house. And, (laughs) You know, two will be up calling Stephen Ross in the middle of the night. He's not answering, you know, pacing back and forth. What's he doing? <laughs> Who's he with? So, God, how just how do you botch a quarterback situation this badly? And Tua's confidence just has to be destroyed. So, first off, and, you draft the kid yeah. uh, because mm-hmm. you've been in love with him since his sophomore year in college. 
he's he's coming off a, a weird hip injury, the same one that ended Bo right. Jackson's career. He so you know he's not a hundred percent. He doesn't get a full training camp because of uh, the COVID season. Mm-hmm. And you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick ahead of him, who is winning. And then you do the move that is going to piss off literally everybody, and you pull Ryan Fitzpatrick for no reason and aim to your starter, uh, who mm-hmm. plays decent, uh, about what you could expect of a rookie quarterback in that situation. And then anytime he struggles mm-hmm. even a little bit, you pull him for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, don't get me wrong. Huge Ryan Fitzpatrick supporter. I thought Tua should have been on the bench the entire season. I would have loved to have seen them. I'd love to see anybody. It, it, you know, unfortunately, he's hurt right now. But I would have loved to have seen Ryan Fitzpatrick with 16 games with that Dolphins team last year. Because they were mm-hmm. good. And they were fun to watch. That that pass where he's getting his face ripped off against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. So yeah. that happens. And then uh, to end the year, Ryan Fitzpatrick gets COVID. So he's out for week 17. Your game to where if you win, you're in the playoffs against the Buffalo Bills. And they're playing their backups. And Tua and the Dolphins proceed to get blown out by 30-plus points. Mm-hmm. So that happened. So you missed the playoffs. Tua, eh, not looking good. Has a full training camp. There's rumors of the Deshaun Watson trade, but eh, just rumors at that point. Uh, You have him in in a day of practice when it is a pouring rain, a monsoon, and you're having him do a drill in seven-on-sevens where you want him pushing the ball down the field in a rainstorm, and then the media leak out everywhere that it was a day where he had like four-plus interceptions because that's Mm -hmm. always great for a confidence. Yeah. That happens, and then he he looked really good in preseason. He had a different swagger to him. He had a confident look. It was his offense, and then he gets hurt in week two, broke his ribs. That sucks, but then mm-hmm. now he's coming back to a one-in-five Miami Dolphins team, and now it's, yep. all right, Tua, now you got to turn this around, go undefeated, yet we didn't lose <laughs> all these games with you at quarterback. It was when you were hurt. So we're one and five, and we need you to dig us out of this hole, or else you're going to be considered a bust. And now you've got Stephen Ross pretty much in Deshaun Watson's DMs, trying to get him mm-hmm. to be the quarterback. It just how do you botch it this bad? Like, and Tua, to his credit, has not said one word uh, nope. about the situation he's been put in, and everything that's going on in Miami right now. Tua is the last person that I'm blaming. That is my Dolphins to a rant for the uh, for the week. No, but you're right. And then I think you even left out how fans were calling for them to draft a quarterback this draft. Yep. Like fans right. literally wanted them to draft one of the quarterbacks. And it's like, I, 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 but I think that's the problem with the NFL in more recent recent years is that they don't give quarterbacks a chance like they used to. Quarterbacks nope. used to sit. It was rare for a rookie quarterback to start. You know what I mean? Like, look at Aaron Rodgers. Yep. He sat for, what, like five, six years before he yep. actually started the game? And it's like, why aren't you allowing these young guys, young, by the way, he's only like, what, 23, 24, to like right. get their legs on him and like just learn things. It was a COVID year last year, like you said. There's so much shit going on with Tua. I hope he's doing okay mentally, to be honest, because God uh, damn, the shit going on there is just a shit storm, and he doesn't deserve I don't know how you tune out all of that. It's just, yeah, like for... 
And, and then, of course, you know, the same draft class Tua gets drafted in. You've got Joe Burrow and Justin mm-hmm. Herbert just taking to the NFL like a, like a, mm-hmm. a, a fish to water. I mean, and, and then you've got, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. So those, those four quarterbacks right there, uh, Lamar Jackson even, mm-hmm. are why people just expect you to produce your first year. Because those guys are huge outliers, and you're look and looking at this year's quarterback class, Trevor Lawrence, who I said was a can't miss pro- uh, product, and I still believe that he is just on a bad football team and a bad coaching staff. And Tony Khan, stick to AEW because this Jaguars thing ain't working for you. Stay. Oh, just sports in general. Just stay with wrestling, man. <laughs> stay out of the front office. You do not belong there. So, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is struggling. Zach Wilson is the bust I said he was going to be. Again, watch tape on him, and all of his highlights, they're all with him with no pass rush. Every single play. And this year, you're seeing the kid get hit. He's seeing ghosts. He's just throwing it up. He's getting intercepted left and right. Mike White, who is not even a real person, that is – Mike White is not even a real person. That is a generic created character on Madden with a 55 overall. That's the guy who is outplaying Zach Wilson right now. Uh, who else was drafted this year? Trey Lance looked pretty bad well, in the one game like- he started. Right. He he was he was fine, but like the definitely some accuracy issues there. Um, Justin, Justin Fields uh, again on a really bad football team asked to make yeah. chicken salad out of chicken shit. Because I'm sorry, Matt Nagy, you needed to go like two years ago. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, the week that Matt Nagy's got COVID and can't be out there, Justin Fields just absolutely balls out. So I, I still see oh, good things great. for – Yeah, I, and Matt Jones has probably been the best so far mm-hmm. out of this uh, draft class. So far, it's still early, really early. But I attribute that to Bill Belichick – because mm-hmm. his, his plan all along was to draft a quarterback in the first round. Had to be. Because the way he spent mm-hmm. money in this free this free agency, it was to build around a rookie quarterback. This is not an offense. You're not running these plays with with Tom Brady. It's right. This offense is to limit Mac Jones' abilities to make mistakes and, and maximize these game management situations. And he's doing well, but he's got talent around him. He's got Jonu Smith and uh, Hunter Henry at tight end. That's a great two tight end system. The Patriots developed Damian Harris into a top 10 running back. I'm saying it, a top 10 running back right now. Uh, his receivers aren't great, but he's got names there. Uh, Nikhil Harry's got a lot of potential that hasn't been reached yet. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, he catches it, and it's a 40-yard it's a touchdown every time. Uh, he, he's, got, he's got weapons. He's got a pretty good offensive line and a good defense. Matthew Judon is just killing it right now. And uh, so they built their team around having around knowing that they were going to draft a first round quarterback. The Jaguars didn't do mm-hmm. that. The Bears didn't do that. Uh, no. The 49ers didn't do that. Uh, they're basically just coming in asking Trey Lance to run the same thing Jimmy Garoppolo is doing but be explosive. Um Zach Wilson, I mean, you couldn't have done that. That's the most talent-depleted roster in the NFL. Um, yeah, it's just it, – and it was the same situation with, with Tua. I mean, like I said, you're seeing it this year. It takes quarterbacks time to develop. It is insane that five quarterbacks the last few years 
and, and Josh Allen, it took two, it took two or three years before he really developed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took five quarter. It's amazing that there were five quarterbacks who impacted their teams immediately the way the five that I named did. Because looking at this draft class, and there are some good quarterbacks in it, they are struggling and struggling hard. Trevor Lawrence is missing yeah. wide open receivers, and you never saw that at Clemson. And you look at the class next year, and it's not great. I really like uh, I really like Matt Corral. Uh, Sam Howell, I think, could be decent. Uh, Malik Willis, I haven't watched enough of, but I hear good things. But again, I don't see it as a class where you're going to have a Justin Herbert, a Joe Burrow, a Patrick Mahomes, a Lamar Jack. You're not going to have that. Mm-hmm. So I think the NFL and fans in general, they're going to have to adjust to understand it's going to take a rookie quarterback time to develop. It is a huge jump in playbook and what they are being asked to do at their position from college to the NFL. It is a massive jump. Fans need to be patient. I know that is asking for a lot, but I, I mean, shoot, even, even Dak Prescott, he was another one of those anomalies. He just came out and just became a pro bowl player his rookie year. So uh, with, with Tua, he's gotten the shit end of the stick from the word go. Uh, I don't think the fans are being fair to him. His his front office definitely isn't being fair to him. Uh, he's the last person I blame. I think he's I think he's a solid enough quarterback. He just needs time to develop, and he needs weapons mm-hmm. around him. Devontae Parker is always hurt. Will Fuller, they still haven't been able to get on the field. Uh, so his receivers, Preston Williams has been hurt. So his receivers have been uh, Albert Wilson. Um, Jakeem Grant, who, who I like, <laughs> the fact but that you didn't even name Jalen Waddle, who they spent like the third pick. That's on, right, like, yeah, right, yeah. Jalen Waddle's yeah. been the one bright spot, and Gesicki's come around. Yeah. But my God, if I see that dude go, what one more time after anything happens, like <clears throat> I am. So, oh, he's <laughs> so annoying. He's like yelling at the refs every play if he doesn't catch a ball, and it's just my so infuriating. Shut the fuck up. Get back in the huddle. Um, so i don't know why i'm getting this passionate about the dolphins like they are not my team but but you must see them a lot right like you must watch their games often my my dad was a diehard dolphins fan so um yeah that's yeah and their running backs they got miles gaskin who is serviceable but he's definitely not a lead back and uh you've got ahmed and uh again serviceable not a lead back and then you've got uh, oh, who's the guy that they got from the Rams? Trying to remember his name, drawing a blank. Anyway, he's easier typical two three yards and cloud of dust running back. So mm-hmm. Tua doesn't have any weapons. That's why the Dolphins are struggling. Spent way too much time on this. Uh, fuck Deshaun Watson. Fuck Stephen Ross. Fuck the Miami Dolphins. And uh, loved it. Loved every second of that. <laughs> that rant went off way too long. Like I needed to save my energy for the Falcons, and I just went off. Oh, that, that all went into Miami, so I am sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate seeing a talented kid like Tua just get wasted and like unfairly yeah. judged and like thrown to the wolves. It's uh It sucks. It sucks. It does. Because you know what's gonna happen? He's gonna end up it's not gonna work out in Miami. He's gonna go somewhere else and he's gonna absolutely ball out. Mm-hmm. You know what? As he should. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. I love to see him in Washington. That's where I want to see him. Even though they're in our division, yeah. dude. Him with yep. the defense and some like serviceable receivers, 
And running backs, oh, dude, he'll be great. But like, and I'm not saying Taylor Heineke's a franchise quarterback. Dude's fun to watch, though. Oh yeah, of course. He makes. I like play. watching. Ta- I like watching Taylor Heineke play. I like watching Ryan Fitzpatrick play. Uh, it's the Washington football team that they are one of the ones where, like, when I'm watching Red Zone, like. I'm watching their game because whether it's an interception, a touchdown, or just somehow Taylor Heineke makes a check down, like a, a an amazing, like unnecessary play. Uh, <laughs> so I enjoy watching the Washington football team right now. So did you have anything to add to the Deshaun Watson uh, situation? I'm sorry. I um, took probably 20 minutes to just rant on that. You know, I'm kind of wondering at this point, does he even play next year? Like, I don't see this shit clearing up that quick. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't either. Like, yep. It's gonna I, think it's, like I think it's at least another year. Yeah, because 22 yeah, allegations, a- man, that is a lot. And people want to jump and say, oh, well, there's no criminal charges yet. True, but there's a lot to this story that I don't think the public knows yet. Um, and course. I think we just got to watch it play out. Um, you know, yeah. 22 accusations, the people who wanted to jump to Deshaun's defense, like, I... If it's one person, maybe I can see the argument for, depending on the person's character, all right, this person might be lying. Maybe if it's one, and that is an extreme maybe. Right. 22? Like, come on, bro. You know, there's some truth to this. <laughs> and then like, when it comes on. out like that he had to delete a tweet that he tweeted on Twitter when he was at Clemson about a massage that he got, and mm-hmm. like... Uh, it doesn't look good. Hey, bruh. <laughs> it, it doesn't yeah. look good. Though no, I, I I'll be back. it's uh my friend Jason says uh and I and maybe I brought this up before uh he said as long as you can run you can uh they don't care uh, example if Jeffrey Dahmer could run a four three forty the NFL would have just said that he had an eating disorder and uh, <laughs> that's that's uh, how fans are with Deshaun Watson care. right now with anybody it's just. You know, there are so many fans who just jump immediately to the person's defense, and it's like, you don't know this person. Like, I don't give a damn about your fantasy team. Like, if this guy raped 22 women, he should never see the outside of a cell ever again. Like, he'll be on a football field. Dude, and that's a real thing. People really don't care. I remember when Greg Hardy played for the Cowboys. Every time I would see him on screen, I would just say, fuck you. Because, like, dude... It's just how it is. You can't just support shit like that, but I don't know. It's going to be a while, and honestly, I'm kind of like at the point where, like, if he doesn't play football ever again, I'd be fine with that. Like, yeah, yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. If he does, then uh, it... I, and again, this is still an awful situation, but if he comes out, it better come out that there were 22 liars, and there better be evidence right. to back that up. I mean, and right. God... I mean, d- don't get me wrong. If I, I don't know how to say this without it being oh. controversial. Okay, so I'm just going to say this. I'm going to cut the first part, say the second part. Okay. okay. If you lie about being sexually assaulted to mm-hmm. ruin someone's life, mm-hmm. fuck you. That, I because, know. Uh, and there are people who do that. Now, again, oh, not saying any but of these women people. have. I am siding with every single one of these women, but just, uh, yeah, sorry, heard, heard a story the other day and that just came back and yeah, never mind. but no worries. Yeah. But yeah, if you do that, you're a shit human being and 
I hope the worst things happen to you. Um, but yeah, Deshaun, like I'm, I've got having a hard time believing that 22 women are lying. Um, I like I have point zero 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 one percent doubt that twenty two women are lying. There's no way it's even know, The sucky thing is, we might not even find out if it was true or not. Yep. Like they could settle, and then we would never. There know. could be twenty two settlements. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Let's move on. Fuck that um, so last uh, news story uh, that's worthy as of now, uh, Aaron Rodgers went on Pat McAfee's show today. And I'll say, before today's interview, I enjoyed watching the Aaron Rodgers uh, interviews on Pat McAfee's show. It made him you know, a much more likable dude to me. I'm See, I'm surprised you say that because I've seen sprinkles of the shit that he like spewed. Like he would just sprinkle in things here and there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, something – Something right. Like I remember the first, like one of the first interviews he did. He started talking about you know woke culture, and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. But oh I'm yeah, that was today. God. Yeah, he went on a tirade about that today. God. Yeah. yeah. So today, anyways, uh, we know Aaron Rodgers is uh, he's out with COVID, tested positive for COVID, has mm-hmm. COVID, confirmed that he had COVID today, um, and that he has had symptoms. Um, when he's asked. Like, which- which wouldn't normally be a big deal, right? Right. Like in the NFL, like usually that's not like big news. Right. So at the in the preseason or training camp, whichever, uh, he was asked if he was vaccinated. He nods his head three times and says, I'm immunized. Yeah. So people hear that. They assume vaccinated. There was not a follow up question. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have asked a follow up question. I would have taken right. him at his word right there. Um, so. That happens, uh, and then it comes out he's not vaccinated, which, again, I believe you should get vaccinated, um, but I'm not going to – I don't know. This is a weird – this is a tough subject. But, again, if you – he's got his reasons he didn't get vaccinated, fine. I'm not going to crucify him for that. I, I, I think course. it's an idiot decision. But I'm not going to say this man needs to lose his career over it. Of course. Of course. But he he says he didn't lie about it. Uh, when the reporter asked him, are you vaccinated? Again, he nods three times mm-hmm. and then says, I'm immunized. He went on today to defend himself. And said that it was a witch hunt at the time, and if uh, if you were saying if you said that you were unvaccinated, you were treated as an outcast. Um, mm-hmm. Said that he was doing his own research, and then it comes out that this dude's research came from Joe fucking Rogan, <laughs> and then he's bringing oh. up woke culture, cancel culture. Uh, it just. All this crap. And he's like, well, if the vaccine's so safe, why are people still getting COVID? And how are you, one of the highest IQ individuals in this country, because dude is like I genius level IQ. How How is it you that we still have to explain it to? <laughs> Vaccines do not make you immune. Nothing makes you immune. This, oh, well, I'm immunized. I did 500 plus pages of research. I talked to doctors, blah, blah, blah. And I'm proud of that research. Mm-hmm. 
You're not immunized. You have COVID. You're having symptoms. <laughs> You're not. And he's still going with, I'm immunized. What? <laughs> These people, Joel, just. Dude, and then, like, so he lied about another thing, right? So not only did he lie about that. So he says, oh, I spoke to, like, the NFL, you know, doctors and things like yep. that. And they told me that it would not, I wouldn't get COVID and this and that if I got the vaccine. And then people were, and then it comes out that the NFL told him that they could offer assistance if he wanted to ask questions, but he never did. But instead, right. he takes the word of Joe Rogan, he used the fucking horse dewormer to, to fucking kill himself. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny how he was. Oh, can we talk about him bringing up the Martin Luther King quote? You no, mother. You that's mother all you. That's all you. <laughs> But he I'm not touching that one. Yeah. It just it just got me mad because you know Martin Luther King was talking about race and like you can't change your race. You know, you don't get you don't get a choice. Like I don't get to choose today that I'm not gonna be you know, a person of color. And this dude uses that <laughs> to try to compare that situation to being vaccinated and him wanting to use it like his right of being a person. It's just a whole fucked up he said a bunch of dumb shit. Let me just say that. Yeah, my God, that interview was bad. And, like, you can see in the clip, and I know Pat McAfee is very pro Aaron Rodgers. A lot of that room is, I enjoy the Pat McAfee show. I I used to listen to it every day and watch it every day. Uh, now mm. it's more just clips because I'm so busy now. Uh, but you can see where Aaron Rodgers brings up that Joe Rogan is his source, and you see McAfee, like, his first reaction is to laugh, and he's trying to hold it back. Because he knows as soon as he does, Aaron Rodgers is disconnecting the call. Yeah. But, oh, God. Like, I was starting to like Aaron. I really was. These interviews were showing a human side of him. <laughs> and, like, all of that's gone. Like, the man just completely just sabotaged any goodwill he had with the public today. Like, completely just said, I'm going to take all of it. Just, uh. Hey, can I say, for the people who are thinking that, you know, he's going to get canceled, you know, that people are trying to cancel, no one's trying to cancel Aaron Rodgers, okay? Oh. People are just calling him a dumbass, which he yes. is. And that's that is fine. literally it. It's fine to be caught out for your dumb opinions, okay? It is fine. No one no one wants Aaron Rodgers to lose his job. If he doesn't yeah, want to get no the, one says the Aaron Rodgers should him. never play football again. Well, it, there right. are people who are saying that, but I mean... Right, but they're, like, dramatic, I think. Like, yes. Um... As long as he follow, that that's another thing, right? He's supposed to be following protocols. Like, yep. it's okay to not be vaccinated as long as you follow the protocols that the NFL has in set exactly. in place. But he wasn't even doing that. So it's like, man, you really just don't care. So, and the one, the one thing I did agree with him on um, was that the NFL was very inconsistent with their protocols. Example, oh, last year during uh, COVID, it was you could play a 60-minute football game lining up right across from somebody, tackling them, uh, high-fiving them, hugging them. But as soon as the game was over, uh, you couldn't do jersey swaps. You couldn't uh, right. talk to anybody without a mask on. It's like, dude, I mm -hmm. just sweat on that dude for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, right. I, like uh, just be – and he's right there where the NFL needs to be more consistent. Um, of course. I, I agree. If you test negative for COVID, vac vaccinated or not, you, you should be able to do whatever you want that day. But mm -hmm. 
next day, if you're going to be around a bunch of people, you need to get you need to get tested again. Yeah. So it, it's like, uh, like um, example, uh, first wrestling. I know this isn't the wrestling side of our podcast. Um, at First Avenue, which is a well-known music venue in Minneapolis, uh, where Prince used to play all the time. They they require for all performances, all shows, anyone entering the building must show either proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test in the last 48 or 72 hours. One of the two. And, like, I think that's appropriate. But to say that it's unfair, it's, guys, we're, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people who have died over something that was so preventable. Like, take the politics out of it. Just, just from a common human decency side of it. Please just try to look at it from that. I don't care what Trump says. I don't care what Biden says. They all suck. Just... Exactly. Fuck them all. Just focus on the human decency side of it. If somebody next to you has the flu and is coughing everywhere, you don't want them coming in and then working right next to you. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with this. Only a much more extreme version. But anyways, uh, that that that's all we got for that. Um, let's move on to our picks. So, uh, yeah, yeah, God, a lot of tirades today. I did miss this though. This was this is fun. So, um, we're doing our picks. Um, we were trying to think of punishments to do. Um, a lot of you know that we have a wrestling side of this podcast. And uh, neither one of us wants to watch Monday Night Raw. If you're not keeping up with it, it is it's rough. It's three hours of the same show week after week after week. And uh, we have started live tweeting uh, wrestling shows. And uh, honestly, we could start probably doing that with wrestling too, or with football too. Um, oh yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Loser of the pick battle each week has to watch Monday Night Raw. Winner gets to watch Monday Night Football instead. That's how we're doing this. So uh, we're going to go game by game here. The uh, If you're on Easter time, it's 1 p.m. If you're Midwest, it's 12 p.m., so on and so forth, to the Sunday night game. We're not doing the Monday night game because by the time that's happening, the punishment is happening. Right. So game one, Las Vegas Raiders at the New York Giants. I've got the Giants pulling an upset here. I think there's too much going on in that Vegas locker room. I just i I think it's going to be too tough to get up to play on Sunday uh, for that team. I think the Giants pull out a win here. You? Okay. Um, I know the Giants have been dealing with like some injuries. Oh um, yeah, their whole offense. The, the Raiders, like they handled the 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 John shit, and they still came out like you know what I mean. I got the Raiders in this one. They I feel like this is do different, what they got to do. All right. No, of course. Right. It's like I think they can do it. I think they can. Do it. Yeah, you, t- you you take the Raiders. I I I, I like when it's uh, weeks when we don't have like all but two. You know. Of course. So yeah. I, I like when I like when we think differently. Next up, uh, we've got uh, my god awful Atlanta Falcons. Um, and it is not Matt Ryan's fault. I don't care what anybody says. There will be no Matt Ryan slander <laughs> here. Uh. Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons go to New Orleans to play Trevor Simeon and the New Orleans Saints. And I'm sorry, I Trevor Simeon, eh. Falcons are going to win this one. Uh, again, we can only beat bad teams. 
And uh, I think right now the Saints are a bad team. Yes, they've got some wins, but uh, I don't see Trevor Simeon. I mean, they got there's rumors of Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers coming out of retirement. They don't trust that quarterback situation right now. I got the Falcons winning. Which is kind of funny that they paid Taysom Hill and they're still not even going to start him. Anyways. Uh, he's pretty <laughs> tough to watch. I, I When he's no. in that quarterback, it's rough. Yeah, I, they're, they're crazy. Um, but I think the Saints are going to win. I like the Saints' defense. So I'm picking the Saints against the Falcons. Oh, yeah. I, I've, the defense ain't the problem uh, for the Saints. Uh, Cameron Jordan, I, I, Camp Jordan, I think the stat was like 21% of the sacks of his entire career are on Matt mm-hmm. Ryan. <laughs> the dude's been playing for a long time. That's a lot of sacks. So, uh, I mean, at this point, I mean, Cam Jordan's on top of Matt Ryan more than his own wife is at this point, and it's yes. just sad. It hurts me, oh. man. Every time we play the Saints, it's just, can we please protect our $100 million quarterback? <laughs> I oh. just want to see him succeed and be happy. Why is that so much <laughs> to ask? Uh, Buffalo going to Jacksonville. I got the Bills here. I, I'm assuming you do, too. Oh, of course. On the Jaguars, yeah, yeah, uh, it, nothing really needs to be said. Uh, I think it's gonna be a rough day for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Uh, mm-hmm. Buffalo should steamroll them. Um, next game, uh, this one's kind of interesting. Uh, Cleveland at Cincinnati. Um, this is a game I'm gonna be paying attention to, uh, because apparently I'm becoming a closet Bengals fan. Um, I've got the Bengals winning this one. I, I think they come out uh, after the Jets lost, fired up, and uh, I, I still think it's going to be close. I can see a seven-point differential, differential uh, but I've got the Bengals over the Browns here. Okay. Damn, this one's hard. I know. Um, this one's a good. This one's going to be a good game. Ooh. Like, this might be the game of the week. It might. And at 12 o'clock, too, dude, that's perfect timing. Uh, yep. Oh, man. Hmm. I think I'm going to take the Browns. Okay. I think I'm going to take the Browns. All right. And then we got uh, New England at Carolina. And I don't know why. I'm just – I got a feeling. I'm going with the Panthers mm-hmm. here. And oh, okay. I know that seems crazy. I'm hoping they start P.J. Walker because oh. I, I want to see the dude go off. I want to see P.J. Walker – I, and I haven't. I don't pay enough attention to the Panthers to know Sam Darnold or PJ Walker starting uh, Sunday. But I want it to be PJ Walker so bad. Uh, I want him to have a full week of game prep, and I want to see the dude ball out and be that XFL success story. Uh, so far, hasn't been great. I believe he has one touchdown and five interceptions uh, since playing in the NFL after the XFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to see him turn it around and just have a huge game against the Patriots. And, um, yeah, I'm going with the Panthers on this one with the upset. That's a problem. I don't know. I feel like they're so, like, in on Darnold that they'll still start him until something goes Oh, yeah, if they do, it's going to be the Patriots. But I'm just – I'm picking Uh, the Panthers because I want DJ Walker in there. Yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of differences here. The only one we've agreed on so far is Buffalo. <laughs> so uh, next we've got Denver at Dallas. Dallas. Uh, Denver can't keep up with that offense. Um, I don't think Dallas's defense is great, but um, 
Is Dak playing in this game, or is it going to be uh, uh, Cooper, Cooper Rush? Well, Dak said that he's, he, it's safe to say he's going to play. So I think he's going to play this week. Uh, okay, then, yeah, Denver's got no shot. But, like, even even if it was Cooper Rush, listen, off that last game, I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe we might be able to pull that out still. But, uh, dude, Cowboys, come on now. Cowboys in fucking just kick ass. Yeah. All right, uh, I hate that they're doing so well and that my Falcons are doing so bad. It just, ugh. <laughs> God. Dude, it's, like, our, our Sundays are always just so different. Like, I'm extremely happy and uh, just like, God damn it. <laughs> fucking hate it here. All right, um, the Vikings at, uh, the Minnesota Vikings go to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. I got the Ravens. The Vikings are just so inconsistent right now. Uh, I think Kirk Cousins and that Vikings team after this year will be full on rebuild. Um, and Kirk Cousins will be looking for another team. Uh, I just, I feel like that's going to happen. Uh, I've got mm-hmm. the Ravens. Same Ravens. This will be a, this will be an easy game for them. So, uh, Houston at Miami. I've got Miami and I hope Tua blows out Houston by 40 points. Just so he <sighs> can know- say, stick it. I feel like this is one of them games where, like, you think it's one thing. Oh, man. I'll pick the Dolphins, too. Let me not get greedy here. I'll pick the Dolphins, too. <laughs> All right. On to the uh, evening games. We got the Los Angeles Chargers going to the Eagles. I've got the Chargers, even though they seem to lose games like this, and I don't know why. Uh, but I've got Justin Herbert and the Chargers over Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Yeah, same. Chargers. Chargers, but, like, Chargers. you'll see, like, three times a year, like, last year and this year, they'll lose to teams like this, and it just makes no sense. It's very weird. Yeah. Next, we got Green Bay at the Kansas City Chiefs. Jordan Love making his NFL debut versus a struggling Kansas City Chiefs team. Uh, I think it's a perfect opportunity for the Chiefs to bounce back and fix what's been going on, so I got the Chiefs. Don't tell me you're going to pick Jordan Love. You see, but I'm thinking maybe this is, like, his coming out game, you know what I mean? They still got some weapons on them. Um, and they're, the Chiefs' defense not look good. Yeah, and he ain't one of them. That's true. He, <laughs> and it's pretty like his second year. He hasn't started much. I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take the He hasn't uh, started at season. all. Well, didn't he start a game last season? Or like, nope. oh no, the beginning he played like the last two quarters, right? Like the last time this season? I don't think so. I think it was all Rodgers. Yeah, again, they played. Maybe, they played I don't know. Same. They played the Saints, and they got blown out, and he was playing, like, the last quarter, I think. All right, maybe you're right. Yeah, okay, that does ring a bell. Yeah. All right, we got uh, Arizona going to San Francisco. I got – this one's uh, – this one I was stuck on because Kyler Murray's playing hurt right now. DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> is playing hurt right now. J.J. Watt's out. Chandler Jones is still a beast. Um, uh, I, I still got the Cardinals here. Uh, San Francisco's struggling right now. Uh, Debo Samuel, I absolutely love that dude. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals here. I think it's going to be close. I, I really do. I think this is one of those classic NFC West games where it's like uh, last-minute field goal, uh, Arizona wins. Mm-hmm. 49ers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And then Sunday night, we've got the Tennessee Titans at the Los Angeles Rams. I got the Rams. They are my Super Bowl pick. I don't see anybody slowing this team down. Um, God, they are just stacked from top to bottom. Rams. 
Oh, yeah. You know, see, I was thinking about the Titans, but that uh, Derrick Henry's going to be out this the season. So, yeah. And I have to take the yeah. Ranger, too. Oh, you don't think Adrian Peterson's going to come back and, you know, put up one of those magical seasons? Uh, get out Get out Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was surprised Jerry Jones didn't just sign him just because. You know, I felt that, like, that's we had, like, Darren McFadden in that running back. But no, Jerry let him just, you know, go by. Jerry, Jerry hates to sign free agents, dude. I told you this. He doesn't go for names. He goes for, you know. Yeah, not at all. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, let's see. Games that we've got. Let's see how many differences we got. One, two, uh, three, four, five. We got five games with a different opinion. So, there will be a clear winner. Okay, nice. So, looking forward to this. Loser has to watch a god-awful Monday Night Raw. Winner gets to watch Monday Night Football. So, <laughs> hope you all enjoyed this episode and our uh, emotional tirade after tirade. You know, mostly me. Um, Joe, Joe got in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we will come back uh, next week. You'll hear from us. Uh, like I said, we're doing two episodes a week now, one wrestling, one football. Uh, Take care, stay face, and you'll hear us soon.